and welcome to the Sauk Valley Spotlight Podcast, where we shine a light on the people and places of the beautiful Sauk Valley. In each episode, we highlight the hidden gems and untold stories of local businesses, community leaders, and the people that call the Sauk Valley home. I'm your host, Drew Williams, and today I'm joined by Aaron Gonzalez, who's the operations manager at Peabody's here in Sterling. Aaron, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me, Drew. Absolutely. Hey, um, can you just give us a quick snapshot? Who are you? Who do you love? Awesome. Yeah. So uh, obviously Aaron Gonzalez, uh, born and raised here in Sauk Valley, uh, 2003 graduate of Rock Falls High School, mm. where I met my wife of now, I think we're married 12 years this year. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> but we've been together forever. It seems like since we were 16. So that's 22 years now. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I got two kids, uh, Bryson, who's my nine-year-old and Avery, who's my six-year-old who thinks she's 16. So that's fun. Um, yep. And then, of course, all our family lives here, so uh, everybody's still here. It's great. Absolutely. So, uh, born and raised, mm-hmm. local native, um, and kind of like raised up through. Right. Uh, now you're you're working at Peabody's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which does a lot of things, but really helps uh, uh, expertise with ag mm-hmm. machinery, you right. know, farm supplies and stuff like that. What what was kind of the journey? To get you there, was that what you wanted to do in high school and college? To like, my wife got me there. <laughs> okay, okay. So tell me that story a little uh, bit. No, so um, when actually right out of high school, I went into retail management. So I moved to Chicago for five years. I uh, was managing a bunch of stores out there. Mm. Uh, my wife got her teaching degree from NIU. Um, went for a job here at Sterling. Got mm. hired at Sterling High School to be a science teacher. Um, and at that point, I'd had enough for retail management, so uh, I, I called her father, who owned Peabody's up until last year, actually, um, and said, hey, I'm ready to move home. And he said, you can come work for me. I said, sounds good. And nice. within two weeks, I was back, moved back home. So, okay. And um, so uh, retail management, tell me a little bit about that. What what brought you into that as a, as a first career? You know, when you're a young kid, <laughs> fresh out of high school, and you're like, what do I want to do? And uh, some of these companies start throwing some money at you and you're like, oh, that seems like a lot of money when you're 18 and have no idea what the world's going to bring you in the next 22 years. Right. Before, before a house, before kids, before, yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I just, uh, I I did enjoy it. I enjoyed the people side of it. Um, I I enjoy management. So, I mean, Mm. I mean, I know that sounds like I enjoy sitting and watching other people work, (laughs) but, uh, there's a stereotype for a reason. Yes. That's not what it is. You know, I like seeing people succeed and excel. Mm. Um, you know, there was a lot of, uh, of people now that are still great friends of mine, uh, through the company, um, that started off as, you know, hourly employees that became managers. And that was, that was what it was for me. And I think in my current role with Peabody's, it's still the same, the same kind of drive, you know, Uh, there's, uh, employees of ours that, um, I'm very, very proud of, you know, uh, that I've worked with for years and years and years, and I want to see them do well as well. So, right now, when, uh, you say that you love management, mm-hmm. what is the thing that draws you to that? It, Cause you said the people is what you liked about retail management, right? Do you mean the customers or do you mean the people you work with? People I work with, you know, I think customers is, is a slippery slope sometimes, but, mm. uh, no, honestly, it's great. I, I love all the people, you know, dealing with people day to day and, um, especially in the current job with Peabody's, you know, we sell equipment, right? Yeah. And we, and we sell to farmers who who need us. They're calling us in their time of need. Something's broke down. We need to fix them. You know, I like being able to get to a result. Yeah. To, um, y- you know, someone's calling us when they need us. So we need to have a resolution, whatever that is. Uh, yeah. 
whether that's us sending technicians out in the field, they've got, you know, they have something broke down on the road and, you know, now they need us to pull it off the road. That's, that's what we're there for. Yeah. Um, and then everything to lawn and garden, you know, we, yeah. you need to mow your lawn. That's us, you know, yeah. come see us and we can help you out with that. And my lawnmower is broke. I only got half my lawn mowed, you know, things like that where we can help. Um, and, you know, it's instant gratification, you know, somebody's mm. broke down or somebody needs something done and you're like, I can help with that. Yeah, you know, we have yeah. a solution for that. And so it's much more than just selling equipment, right. sourcing supplies. It's about uh, being able to solve a problem for people. Correct. And that's, and that's kind of. That's the foundation that my father-in-law built. You know, mm. Bob, Bob Benners, who used to own Peabody's um, up until last year, you know, that was number one was the customer always. You yeah. know, what do we have to do to solve this problem now? Um, and, you know, that's why he was so successful for, you know, the years that he owned it, 26 years that he owned it, um, was for that reason. Everybody knew they could call Bob and they would get an answer or they, yep. would, or they would get some help. Yep. And that's that's the legacy that I'm tasked with carrying on with our employees, you know, our employees are tasked with carrying that on. Um, Bob is still very much involved, you know, he's in the store. uh, Yeah. Every, every, almost every day, it seems like. Wow. uh, But yeah, that's, that's the legacy we're trying to uphold. Well, and I can, I can attest to that because I mean, even though I just moved to this area, you know, Mm -hmm. just over six months ago, um, I'm I'm in the market for some lawn equipment too. And I was talking to some of my neighbors and stuff Mm -hmm. and um, they're saying, oh yeah, don't go to any of those big box stores. You know, where where they're sourcing stuff from isn't always the best quality stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if it has that same name brand, you know, kind of thing. Um, And I I mentioned, y'all, I mentioned Peabody's and Mm -hmm. said, oh yeah, that's great. You know, so there, (laughs) there, there there is a legacy of, of dependability, of, of, uh, integrity, mm-hmm. you know, w- what is it, what is it that, that, what does it take to maintain that type of relationship with, uh, a community over the course mm-hmm. of decades? I think it's honesty, you know, mm-hmm. uh, never, never trying to, um, pull the wool over the eyes if so to speak, I guess, you know, yeah. you know, we like to, we, it's black and white, you know, yeah. <laughs> we like to call it as it is. And, and, uh, you know, we hope that we're nobody ever feels misled by you know speaking to us or us trying to help you or you know, fix a piece of equipment. You know, we want to we're honest. Um, you know, and I go back and I, I'll bring my father-in-law up a lot because you know he built this company for us. But uh, he always used to say, "We don't play the car salesman." You know, we we come at you with the best price out the gate, and our customers yeah. have always appreciate that from us, uh, out of us, you know, we don't go, oh, it's X amount of dollars. And then the next day go, I tell you what, I got a great deal. Here's another X amount yeah. off, you know, that's never been our drive. You know, yeah. we, we want to be the first ones to you with the price. Um, and we'll give you our best price right out of the gate. But that's just, that was, that was how we did business. Mm. Now you've mentioned too about how uh, your father-in-law, Bob was, mm-hmm. you know, had, had run the company for the last 26 years, 28 yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then recently there's been an owner change. Sure. What does that mean for the corporate structure of Peabody's? And, and cause <laughs> yeah. I noticed also you guys have a second location now down in Pecatonia. Right. Was that part of that acquisition and merger kind of thing? Tell me a little bit about that story. So Peabody's opened in 1994. We purchased, um, it was Rockford Tractor, which is in Pecatonica. Okay. Pecatonica. Thank you. I'm, <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm, I will I will continue to mispronounce most of these places sure, around here. Yeah. In uh, 1996. So is that, so Bob actually owned those two stores. Okay. Um, our owner uh, is based now based in Indiana, uh, Dan Kirkhoff, and he owns uh, Union Hill Sales and Service in Union Hill, Illinois. We just recently acquired Booth Equipment in Crawfordsville, Indiana. Mm. Um since Dan's based in Indiana. 
Um, so now we're at four stores. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's different, but it's very much the same in that our new ownership group said, why reinvent the wheel? Yeah. You know, Peabody's is doing great without me, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, and so he goes, my only hope is that I, I don't mess it up. Sure. So that's, that's literally been the leadership from Dan was, what can I do to help you? Yeah. I don't want to mess it up. So what has really changed about kind of being part of this new ownership group? Is it just uh, suppliers? Is it trying to sure. consolidate some uh, internal management type stuff? Yes. Yeah, definitely. And it, it's scale, you know, it. now it's scalability too. As we add more stores, more locations, what can we do to simplify process? Um, what can we do, you know, maybe to condense some of the you know, paperwork of, yeah. of the day? Um, and and that's really been the help. I think the other part of that is, you know, as we're a larger dealer group, now we can buy larger quantities of yeah. items and in turn pass those savings on. So um, it's 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 great to be to be big in the ag world. Yeah. I think everybody knows that as you look around, there's there's plenty of big ag conglomerates that you can you can see. You know, our hope is that as we grow, we don't lose the identity of what Peabody's was. Yeah. You know, um, we don't want to be so big that you can't call us and get an answer. Yeah. Like that's number one, absolute no, no. <laughs> you call our store and you don't have resolution, you know, that's on us. Yeah. Um, we don't want you waiting for us. Yeah. Yeah. And so as you guys are kind of scaling, is there, is there plans for more, uh, store acquisitions or even just like new builds kind of stuff into new markets or is that kind of on? Yeah. The you know, right I think, um, our new ownership is aggressive. Mm. <laughs> so I, there's, there's definitely some plans. Um, the Union Hill location is getting a brand new building. Mm. Uh, I think they're breaking ground this week, actually. So that's, that's exciting for Congratulations. them. Congratulations. That's awesome. Um, so, so that's all good stuff. And then, yeah, of course, we'd love to expand more into Illinois to, you know, our, better serve our customers. We have customers as far south, you know, down Peoria, past Peoria that, yeah. that we're, we're trying to service. And it's awful difficult you know, they're broke down. You're like, yeah, I'll be there in an hour and 45 minutes, you right. know, each way or, or whatever. So if we can expand a little bit further south and, and maybe give a, a little bit of break there so we yeah. can, our customers can get to us quicker and we can get to our customers quicker. Yeah. Cause especially, especially depending on the season, right. You know, right now we're kind of coming towards the middle to end of, of planting season, um, at least here in the Stock Valley. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you, you don't want to lose an hour or two hours right. on a planting day because that can, yeah. that can severe. I mean, anytime any of our uh, friends that I'm making here that are, mm -hmm. you know, in the farming sure. uh, industry, if there's a day of rain, they're like, ah, you know, cause it, it can, <laughs> it can throw off a whole, right. a whole week's planting there, you know, and you got people waiting, you sure. got, you know, yeah. So I can imagine how for you guys, mm -hmm. uh, speed, right. And, and res responsiveness, urgency and urgency. Th those are some very high values that you guys probably carry as a company. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I think we, with any company, we could always do it better. Um, yeah. And I think our goal every day is to be better than we were yesterday, you know, mm -hmm. and that's, that's just how we approach business. Yeah. Um, are we going to be perfect? No. Are we perfect? No. Well, we never will be, yeah. and, but we're going to try really, really hard. Mm. Um yeah, it's this sense of urgency. You can always tell when the rain's coming. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the phone's ringing just a little bit more, and everybody's just a little bit more on edge to get a, sure. to get a few more acres done. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, we are a business that's that's built on demand. So I mean, this when they need us, we need to be ready. Mm. So for you, uh, in your in your kind of 
management position, mm-hmm. mentorship, and leading mm-hmm. the the staff, what are ways that you have uh, either like a, a, a tip or, mm-hmm. or a trick that you've picked up along the years mm-hmm. of, of how to help cultivate that in staff sure. of, of a, of a, maybe even just like company culture, right? You know, cause you hire on someone new, mm-hmm. they didn't help build the company for over two decades, right? They don't have these relationships with some mm-hmm. of these customers for a long time. How do you instill that sense of, um, relational culture mm-hmm. and also like, uh, super responsive kind of urgency stuff? I think it's, you know, it's so ingrained in us that the new employees that come in just see it. Mm. You know, I don't think that there's much, I won't take credit for it. You know, I think that's a, a culture that it just has been created at Peabody's and we just do what we have to do. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think the biggest thing with employees on my side of it is it has always been, what is their strength? Yeah. You know, and how do we maximize that strength? Mm. Um, you know, I have, I have employees that are exceptional parts people and they're, they're great at it. They love it. They enjoy it. Why would I ever change anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I have technicians that are amazing technicians. Why would I ever put any more work on them than just fixing customers tractors or getting out to the field and, and that kind of thing. So my, I think it's playing to the strengths more than anything. Mm. Um, and that's, that's, what's been successful for us. The other thing, you know, about Peabody's and, and we've, we've uh, been able, been fortunate to get <clears throat> some employees from maybe some competitors of ours yeah. that come work for us. And they're like, wow, this is great. You know, mm, that's always it, good to hear. It is. And I think the reason for that is, is like I said before, you know, we don't want to lose the identity of who we are Yeah. just because we're growing does not mean that we're going to change. Right. Mm. Um, and I always want to be accessible and, and Heath Passmore, who's our general manager, we want to be accessible. Yeah. So if you have a problem or an issue or something, we want to be ready and we want to be able to listen. We might be busy and, you know, it might be a minute, but, um, doors always open. We always mm. say that doors always open. Come on in, you got an issue. Let me know. And, and that, that has worked really, really well for us. Mm. But I think once again, a culture that my father-in-law had established, um, in his employees, I guess if you ask anybody who's a previous Peabody employee, they'll probably tell you the same thing. Yeah. 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 Have you ever had, what, what do you do? And, and I'm not asking you to tell stories out of school, but sure. you know, what do you, what do you do when there's an employee that's not fitting the culture? Yeah. You know, I, cause there's, I mean, there's people who listen to sure. this podcast that are business owners themselves. Yep. They're in management positions sure. themselves. And so, and I'm always trying to kind of learn yeah. that myself of how, how do you, I, I understand having a, a development culture where mm-hmm. you can, you can raise people up, right? You, you give, there's a grace period for mm-hmm. mistakes or learning growth edges kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you want to maximize their strengths, but it, sometimes there's a, a personality difference that sure. just can't be overcome. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's some weaknesses that just mm-hmm. can't be overcome. Sure. How do you, how do you handle, how do you handle that conversation or is it, is it a, a, a a pivoting to a new position for them or a lot of times it is, it's, mm. it's pivoting to a new position. You know, nobody likes to get rid of anybody. Nobody likes to, to terminate anybody. I think, um, you know, this, <laughs> the idea that management just loves to do that is completely wrong. Yeah. And in, in every facet, nobody likes to do that. Um, so, you know, as long as there's potential there mm. in some aspect of the business where that employee you know, we, we can go, okay, once again, what is their strength? Where can we really use them? Okay. Well, we need them to do this instead, you know, 
and then they try it and either they like it or they don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> they like it. They get along great. Attitude changes. Life is good. Right. Yeah. They don't like it. They're probably going to leave. You mm. know, um, how do you how do you notice that potential? How can you develop an eye to uncover that potential? Well, I think for me, you know, I don't I don't get to work next to everybody every day. Mm. So I rely on the other management at, you know, other team that we have in place to say, Hey, how's this going? You know, are there, is there anything I need to know? And then they'll fill me in. Yeah. But the number one thing, you know, I, if you ask anybody, I I'm constantly talking to whoever we have, you know, all of our employees, you know, it, how's it going today? What's going on? What's the problem? How can I help? How do I fix it? Um, you know, I, I, I constantly joke like, Oh man, you have an issue. And, and I'll say, well, you've tried nothing, but you can't figure it out. I don't understand. No, but you know, I think that that goes to just maybe putting a little bit of ownership back on them yeah. saying, how, how do we do this? Yeah. You know, what's, are, are you having a bad, you know, what's, what's going on? You're having a bad day today. You know what, what's up? Yeah. You know, yeah. Just, and maybe they'll tell you, maybe they won't. Yeah. But, but you asked. Yeah. Um, and I think that's more important than anything. Um, yeah. It's just asking every day your employees, how's it going mm-hmm. and meaning it, you know, be ready when you say, how are you today to have a conversation? You know, they're going to tell you if they want to tell you, or like they were looking for somebody to ask them how they're doing today, have that time to be able to go. Oh, really? Mm. Okay. Well, that doesn't sound very much fun. What's going on? Tell me why. Yeah. Um, and I think that that, that works for me. Yeah. And maybe I'm the voice of reason sometimes too, mm. or where, you know, they need to vent and then I'll go, okay, now listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> here's how I'm seeing it. Here's how I view it. And they'll go, oh, okay. Or they'll still be you know, right. in whatever mindset that they're in at that particular moment. But sure. just asking, I mean, asking yeah. daily too. Yeah. Well, and cause I'm, I'm hearing kind of a, a, a trend kind of in your journey mm-hmm. of uh, being a, a people connector. Yes. Whether it's building relationships with customers, mm-hmm. whether it's building relationships with suppliers, I'm sure, right. you know, and then also with your uh, employees as mm-hmm. well. Um, and I wonder if that has been something that has connected with this other random thing that Peabody's is really sure. big involved in, yeah. which is a community Christmas concert for the last mm-hmm. seven, eight years. Right. Um, and so... I have a question on like, how is that one of the reasons why you love that so much is connecting with people. Mm-hmm. But before that, tell me the story of how did Peabody's get involved in this <laughs> Christmas concert thing almost a decade ago? Yeah, it's been a journey. Uh, so this all started um, as a customer appreciation event. Mm. So we invited uh, a ton of our customers. We, this was in our back shop of Peabody's. So if you know what a mechanic shop looks like, it's filthy all the time, right? Not the most glamorous no. concert venue. <laughs> no. But, um, you know, we had, uh, we created this Christmas party. We cleaned out the back shop completely. We hung Christmas lights everywhere. We, uh, you know, we went and got a stage. <laughs> We'd never had a stage before. Yep. Went and got a stage. We, we had, and I think if you were there, as people are listening here, but I think if you were there at that first one, um, we had these shipping wheels that came on these tractors. They were steel shipping wheels. And we challenged our technicians to make snowmen out of them. <laughs> so they took, and they were the creepiest looking snowmen by the time they were done. But they took these steel wheels and they took them, they took them home. They welded them together. Oh, that's they, funny. They had them like, you know, with arms holding a wrench or whatever they wanted to do to that's decorate funny. them. And then we put them all around the, 
the shop just as part of the decoration. Are those snowmen still in a closet <laughs> somewhere? You know, I, I, w- I would have to see. There's got to be one somewhere. Someone probably took one home, <laughs> put it up in their backyard. Well, I mean, the shipping wheels are just scrap. So you're like, you give the give them something fun to do with oh, it. Yeah, so, for so sure. they did yeah. that. That's so funny. But uh, so anyway, so we had that for decorations. We cut up a bunch of pallets to make Christmas trees and stuff. I mean, like we just did everything we could to make yeah. it festive in there. Um, and then uh, at the time, a group called Cloverton out of Kansas, which has been here actually to New Life a few times now. Mm-hmm. Um, Cloverton had a song. They were, uh, did a rendition of uh, Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And it got, you know, went viral. Everybody's yeah. listening to it. And Bob jokingly said to us, it'd be nice if we could have them. And so we were on the phone and we were shooting a few emails off. And uh, one thing led to another. And here we were booking a band wow. for our Christmas party uh, for uh, you know our customers. And um, they showed up. I don't think they quite knew what was happening. Uh, Lance is a great friend of mine now. Uh, he still emails me uh, occasionally. Lance is the lead singer of, yeah. uh, of Cloverton. Um, and he still emails me and, you know, says, man, I remember when I walked in there and I saw that creepy snowman <laughs> just sitting up there. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, so good. Uh, but, um, you know, th- then the night happened. Um Cloverton was great. You mm-hmm. know, hosting them was absolutely zero issue. Uh, the customers were blown away. Yeah. You know, oh, wow, I can't believe they did this for us. And, you know, as it's all wrapping up and we're getting the feedback the next couple of weeks, customers, thank you so much. Thank you for doing that. This is great. Thank you. Bob looked at me and he's like, this is just too good not to share. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I said, well, what's that mean? <laughs> and, uh, so the next year we were kind of searching out a venue, you know, hey, let's do it again. Yeah. Is what we were thinking, but let's open it up, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. maybe we'll still do it as an employee or a customer appreciation. We'll send out some free tickets to people. Um, and we brought Cloverton back, I think yeah. for the first actual concert that was here yeah, yeah, at, yeah. at new life. And, um, I don't know, 600 tickets or something. I mean, it was insane. Yeah. We were just, we were blown away by the response from it. Right. Um, and the same thing happened. Next week, it was customers we hadn't seen in a while came back in and go, oh, we were at that concert. It was great. Yeah. You know, thank you guys for doing that. Um, and I think that that is the drive behind it, you know? So how what, can we give back a little bit? Yeah. You know? What year did that get started then? Oh, man. That's a great question. It's, it's been seven or eight. I think it's seven. Yeah. This would be year seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. Yep. And, and it's, you know, usually in that first week of December, correct you bring in some outside acts. So, so then what, cause now I know you mm-hmm. have actually kind of almost become this like talent booking agent <laughs> now, you know, as still this, waiting for that kickback. Yeah, okay. I know. You know, just add that, <laughs> add that to the, to the title yeah, at the yeah. end of, end of yeah. your business card. But it's like, now you guys have brought in you know, five or six different, sure. you know, kind of nationally recognized acts. Oh yeah. I mean, if you look at who we've had here, um, and I was just trying to think about this the other day here. I mean, we've had, you know, Jasmine Murray, she was on American Idol. She opened for somebody you might know called Micah Tyler mm-hmm. um, here. You know, Micah Tyler was here. Yeah. Um, we've had stars go dim. Uh, we've had um, Jason Gray. Mm-hmm. We've had... Oh, uh, I can't even think now. Uh, Colton Dixon. Oh, Colton Dixon. Yeah. He, you know, he's on a rocket ship right now, right? Riding, yeah. riding that build a boat song. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, yeah. And we've built great friendships out of it. And that's, yeah. you know, that's been the key. And I, I'll tell this story uh, just because it kind of all relates. But last year we had Riley Clemens mm-hmm. and she was fantastic. 
uh, got to know a few. We spent the whole day with their, her team, you know, yep. and Drew, you were here, but, um, and her, uh, her tour manager was Chris Newman, who is now the tour manager for Walker Hayes. Okay. <laughs> so Walker Hayes, country artist. So, uh, we took our kids to go see Walker Hayes recently and Chris was there and he's like, man, I didn't know that we were this close to Sterling. You should have told me that. I'd have sent you some tickets. Yeah. So, well, now you tell me after I paid for them. Yeah. <laughs> Next time. This does not help. No. Yeah. But no, I mean, building those relationships through this, you know, I, I mean, I never thought I'd be booking talent, mm-hmm. you know, uh, national touring acts yeah. uh, to come to New Life Lutheran Church. Right. And bringing them here to Sterling, right. bringing them here to the Sauk Valley right. that, yeah, I mean, this isn't, this isn't the world's tiniest area, but it's mm-hmm. not, it's not, you know. The burbs, right? You know, it's not a Kansas City, right. it's not a St. Louis, and so you wouldn't think that this would be a stop, right. you know, for some of these bigger acts that that can do mm-hmm. these larger, you know, yeah. almost arena locations right. and stuff. Um, and so it is kind of cool. What is it that? Uh, I mean, it's obviously you have a personal love of music. You and your right. family, you go to concerts and stuff. Absolutely. When did that get started? Is that something that you and your wife oh, love together? Yes. Yeah. Um, my wife and I, back in high school, I think uh, we attended every concert that was around <clears throat> that would come in the area, you know, um, and we've just kind of continued to do that. And yeah. then now um, it's been a labor of love, I guess, with our with our kids as well. You know, they our kids are starting to love it. You know, we've we've go to tons of concerts every I think we've been to four or five already this year. It's wow. May, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, but they enjoy it. And I think that through this concert series that we've kind of been doing with New Life, yeah, we've built this family, you know, this family pastime for us. Mm. You know, my wife and I, we take our kids to every concert we go to, yeah. just about. I mean, there might yeah. be a few that maybe we don't, but um, we try to bring them to everything. But historically speaking, it's all Christian music concerts that we've been bringing them to, and right. maybe that wasn't necessarily my vibe, you know, back when I right. was in high school or, or that kind of thing. But now, you know, we, we've, we go see everybody that's, that comes around. We've seen Colton Dixon a few times mm-hmm. now, but, um, it's introducing the kids to, to that music and in turn introducing them to God, yeah. you know, and they're, you know, they see, they're learning now yeah. a little bit. Um, well, and it's also kind of cool because, because you do have some of these connections, right. I'm sure you get some opportunities, not at every concert, I'm sure, but right. some opportunities where you get to kind of go backstage or, mm-hmm. you know, shake hands with some of the sure. stage hands or the tour manager. Yeah. And something that I've always thought is really cool um, is, you know, when you go to a concert, if you're musically inclined, you might put the thought in your head of saying, oh, I want to be that when I grow up. I want to be a right. rock star. Right. Some people aren't like no. that and don't want to be the front face, but you can kind of see, hey, there's an industry around this. Right. There are tour managers. Mm-hmm. There are merch suppliers. Mm-hmm. There are concessions people that is kind of like, you know, it, it almost opens up a new world even for like employment opportunities for your sure. kids to kind of say, hey, yeah. there's a there's a whole world here that if you love music, mm-hmm. you don't have to be the world's best guitar player in right. order to like be a part of this, you right. know. Um, right. But I love the fact that you said family pastime. Mm-hmm. You know, some families go to theme parks. Right. Some families go camping every three weeks. You know, some cam- families are baseball mm-hmm. families, right? You right. know, they got the season tickets or every game kind <laughs> yeah. of thing, right? Yes. And, and and you have these things you share together. Right. Why music concerts for your family? That's a great question. You know, we do all those other things you just said. Right? Sure. We have a trailer. We go camping, you know. Uh, we enjoy that very, very much. You know, we love zoos. We go to zoos, but 
the music side of it to me, um, a lot of it, you know, just watching my kids enjoy it and the spectacle of it, you mm. know, the, the lights, the sound, the smoke, the, yeah. you know, like all of it together. And I think I can appreciate that on a production side, you mm. know, and we haven't even talked about this, but, you know, I did direct theater at Rock Falls High School for mm. 11 years. So, you know, when I look at things like, oh, that's a neat lighting effect or that's, you know, and that's just a different yeah. take for me. And it's the same thing when I go to, you know, we go to a Chicago Broadway show, you know, yeah. I'm like, how do they do that? Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. I want to know, <laughs> yeah. you know, you want to see all of that. Um, I think it's watching my kid's face and the reflection and I, and it's vivid to me, but you know, the reflection of the lights off my kid's face as mm. I look, I, as I look over, mm. you know, you can just see that. And there, you know, you got that, either that look of astonishment, like what's going on or that yeah. just like pure joy yeah. for that second that you can just look and they're like, you know, like it's in their eyes. It's, a, you can just see it. You can feel it almost. Yeah. Um, is that one of the driving factors for, for why you have been so passionate about keeping this concert series going yes. by, mm -hmm. by bringing that here? Absolutely. So that not only your kids, but other people here in the Sauk Valley who might not be the ones who go to Chicago, go to Peoria, right. go to Rockford, but right. we bring it here right. so they can have those experiences too. How does, how does bringing those outside of events, how, how does that help like our community? Is it just exposure to that kind of spectacle or? I think it is. Yeah. And, and like you said, there's a lot of people that don't like to travel far. Mm. You know, they, they, they like to stay close to home. And when else are you going to get an opportunity if we don't bring it? Yeah. Um, and I think, too, that this is a very unique opportunity to see national touring acts up close. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can go to an arena all you want and watch Colton Dixon perform. But well, is he going to stand out here for an you're, hour? And, you're looking at him and he's an ant and you yes. see maybe his face on the screen right. is far away. Yeah. Right. And then after the show, he's out there for an hour signing autographs and taking pictures with your kids and yeah. and being just the nicest guy. You know? Right. Yeah. Doing it here. It's a right. couple hundred people. Yep. He's like, I'll just meet everybody. Yeah. You know, um, you get that opportunity when you're here. Mm. And I don't think that that is something you get an opportunity very often, you know? Yeah especially if you're a big fan of somebody, you know, mm -hmm. like, like I said, Micah Tyler is a huge star right now. Mm -hmm. Um, huge. And he was here and he yeah. drove himself here from the airport. <laughs> he, it was Micah Tyler by himself yeah. with a guitar, you know, yeah. um, you don't get those opportunities very often. Yeah. Uh, and when you do, I think you gotta take advantage of them, especially, you know, we try to keep it affordable too. That's the big thing, yeah. you know, like it does cost money. I'm not, we're not going right. to lie. It costs money to bring these acts in and, Besides the, the monetary commitment, it's the time commitment. It's yeah. the time commitment of the church. Mm -hmm. It's the time commitment uh, of Peabody's. You know, who are we yep. going to send to help? What are yep. we going to do? It's usually an army of volunteers it's an that army. come in to help. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and we're always looking for more help. So yeah. while we got the time, you know, we got microphones. Let's yep. ask for it. You know? Right, right, right. Um, but I think, you know, and I, we've spoke about this mm -hmm. before, but I, I had said, you know, man, I'd really love to have like an outdoor festival at some mm -hmm. point. You know, do I have the means to, <laughs> to do all that? Probably not, but the community does. Yeah. Um, well, and there's, there's people who, who can connect already, right. you know? I mean, I've, I've had conversations with, you know, uh, Melinda Irvin Jones mm -hmm. from, uh, 
uh, Rock Falls Tourism, you know, mm-hmm. and she's the one that's been helping uh, organize the Louis Belson Music Festival kind of mm-hmm. stuff. You know, there's there's uh, us talking to Jana from Sterling Main Street, mm-hmm. you know, and there's there's people, you know, uh, later on, I'm talking to uh, uh, Chris Noble from Sock Valley area. Chris is great. You know, Chamber of Commerce, yeah. you know, and there, there's people who there's I, the more conversations I have with people. Mm-hmm the more I realize that everyone kind of wants to say, how, how can we work together? Correct. And, yeah. and share the load a little bit Yeah. to really, you know, uh, bring life and vitality and, right. and um, spectacle, not for the sake of spectacle, but exactly right. for what you were describing when you, when you mentioned noticing your kids mm-hmm. spectacle for the sake of encouraging wonder. Right. And awe, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, to, to piggyback on that, why is an, ag supplier <laughs> like Peabody's right. taking the lead on something like this. Um, is it just because you haven't heard of someone else doing it and you guys are said, you know, correct. roll up your sleeves, might as well lead the way. Right. And I think it's just, everybody wants to be as a small business owner or, you know, as small businesses here in the area, we all want to help. Right. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we can speak it often, but it's one thing that we can action. Um, and you can physic you can see the results of it, you know, yeah. um, you know, we can say all day long, we want to be more active in our community, but unless we're doing something about it, mm. what good is speaking it? Yeah. Um, but yes, I think part of it is if we don't do it, are we ever going to have another one? Yeah. You know, if we're not still involved in some way, trying to, you know, spearhead the campaign, um, I just don't know who else would do it. Yeah. Um, and you know, we're blessed that you guys have been so accommodating to us and wanting to help and, and saying, yeah, let's do it. This is exciting. This is great. Yeah. Um, and that's the, you know, that's the attitude we love. (laughs) Well, we're, 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 you know, here at New Life Lutheran Church, you know, Mm -hmm. where we lack the connections in the music world. We don't have the, you know, we don't know how to run a concert venue or something like that, Mm -hmm. but we do have a facility. Right. And we're going, well. We can offer the facility to be mm-hmm. used. You know, we have, you know, a large auditorium space and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so it's also just kind of people recognizing, kind of like what you're saying in recognizing mm-hmm. as you manage employees, what are the strengths? What do they have? Right. You know, or even just recognizing for yourself, yeah. what what could I offer? Exactly. You know, maybe I can't do this whole thing by myself, but I could offer this, you know. Correct. So for us, we've just been grateful to partner with you guys as well. Mm-hmm. And and with new partners like uh, WCIC, right. you know, this last year and so like that, of people coming in and saying, oh, hey, mm-hmm. there's this thing going on in the Sock Valley mm-hmm. that is actually kind of exciting. And right. not, and I don't just mean the concert series, although right. that is exciting. There is a, a, a current of energy yes. that's happening here in the Stock Valley that, right. like you described, people who not only say they want to give back to the community, Correct. not only say they want to invest in this area, but are actually doing, doing it, it. Yeah, you know? So speaking of the area, though, mm-hmm. as, as you've lived and worked sure. here, you know, for mm-hmm. most of your life, what is still missing from the Sock Valley? You know, and I've, I've been thinking about this, too. To me, I still feel like we're lacking, you know, maybe some more outdoors, you know, space for kids. Mm. I, I really do. I mean, I know we have some great parks. I'm not saying that, but I think, you know, if, if you look at some of the surrounding areas, uh, there's some really nice outdoor <laughs> activities. You can go to Lowell Park in Dixon, for example, is a wonderful space. If you haven't been there, yeah. uh, hanging out over there, but, um, you know, so maybe some updated playground stuff or something for the kids. And I think that that's something, uh, you know, Dixon does 
phenomenally well sure. is community events. Yes. They are just fantastic at it. And I think you, this will be the first summer you're here for. Uh, yeah. You wait till you get a chance to get down to their Wednesday night market, I think they do, yeah, on the river. It's yeah. amazing. So please go do that. And all those vendors that do that, kudos to you. And they're all local vendors. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, that's a great add to the Sock Valley. I'd love to see more of that mm. closer to here, you know. Sure. Sterling yep, yep. Falls. Yep. Yeah, so just having those kind of... Outdoor events. Outdoor you know, events and yeah. outdoor gathering spaces. Right. And I know there's there's uh, momentum now happening in the Sterling Riverfront you know, project. It's although, exciting, yeah. You know, I and you know many of us have seen the the conceptual drawings and sure, stuff. Yeah, but then we also look and still see the big old building <laughs> sitting there. And we go, okay, this is going to take a little while. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's not yeah. happening next next week. Seems like a know, pipe kind of dream. Like it's just it, way out there. But, but but then at the same time too, and we've all seen how some of these things have been transformed. They happen pretty quick. They do. You know. Mm-hmm. But what are then maybe on the other side of the the coin? What are the things that excite you about the Sock Valley? What gives you hope for this area? I think. You're seeing more and more, and I've seen it more so, I think, in the last few months here, but there's more businesses coming, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and I, and I, don't, I, don't, I don't know these people, but Rockstar Donuts just yep. opened. They've been insanely busy. Oh, I know. Um, you know, there's people taking a risk here in the Sock Valley. And one thing about Sock Valley, and, I, and my wife, we talk about this all the time, but the Sock Valley is great that they will always give you a shot right? Mm. The customers will give you an opportunity, mm. you, but you have one opportunity, mm. you wow. know, it's one of those things where you have one, you, you can only make a first impression once. Right. Yeah. Um, so everybody will give you a shot here in the Sock Valley and they'll be excited and be energized to back you. And I think Rockstar Donuts is a prime example of that. So I yep. bring them up, you know, I think they opened, they did a soft open, they, they gradually introduced you, but they wanted to get it right. Yes. And they got it right. And now look, yeah. You know, it's insane. I haven't gotten a donut from them yet because because they're always sold out. <laughs> I can't get there at 5:17 a.m. I know. Yeah, exactly. No, and it, it is an incredible thing to kind of, you know, see that I've I've recognized that myself that this is a the Sauk Valley is an environment that is uh rich for cultivation of yes. new ideas and new Absolutely. business. You know, and we see that from, you know, the uh Whiteside Area Career Center, Absolutely. you know, the CEO program. We see that with the mm-hmm. different incubators in the different areas, mm-hmm. you know, and there is a a desire right. to help people uh, realize their dreams mm-hmm. and even find some success Absolutely. in realizing their dreams, which is which is really, really cool to be a part of. So, yeah. And, and I mean, Peabody's is part of that legacy of, well, yeah. of, you know, not only uh, having that uh, – personal touch with their mm-hmm. relationships with the customers and stuff, but also bringing in outside events like the Christmas concert mm-hmm. um, and, and being part of kind of creating that culture of right. there's, there's life and vitality here, mm-hmm. you know, and we're bringing things here rather than, Oh, this is where we sleep at night and we have to go everywhere else to work or to shop or right. things like that, you know? Right. And so that is an exciting thing. So, but before I let you go, Aaron, mm-hmm. what, what are some things that maybe Peabody's is working on now, or if people want to get in touch with you sure. because they like what they heard or they had a question, you know, how could they contact you and what Absolutely. are some things that are coming up in the future for you guys? Yeah. So, I mean, currently we're planting, you know, we're yep. trying to get through planting uh, and, we'll, and we'll have harvest coming up soon. But uh, yeah, we have a website, obviously, www.peabodiesinc.com. Uh, we're on Facebook. You can find us on there. If you got questions or whatnot, you can always text us even our phone number, yeah, um, which is 815-626-4600, by the way. Wow. Uh, so yeah, if you want to text or call us, you absolutely can. Um, we have a lot of our equipment online too. So if you want to look at something, you know, a piece of equipment, even if it's lawn and garden or a tractor, maybe you need a sprayer. Yeah. We're your guys. You know? Yeah. Um, 
beyond that, I think we're getting ready. We're getting pretty close to, uh, I guess the next concert, right? (laughs) We haven't even had a meeting about it yet. Drew, are we doing it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think we should. (laughs) I definitely think we should. I I think that, uh, I, I arrived a little bit uh, inside baseball for everyone listening is I I arrived here in the talk Valley October 2nd. Mm -hmm. And I think it was October 5th that Mm -hmm. I had my first meeting, which was like y'all's like second meeting of saying like, so this is coming up in like six weeks and we have a lot of work to do. And I was like, okay, here we go. Uh, Got it. Uh, let me get my head on straight, you know, kind yeah. of stuff. But it was, it was a really, really uh, exciting thing. And the partnership with WCIC was really cool yes. this year, which was new. Yeah. And and so it's an exciting thing to be a part of um, bringing in those outside right. music groups, introducing people to new music. Absolutely. Or even, and we had people this last year uh, for Riley Clements, and I just attributed that to Riley herself. That had nothing right. to do with us. Right. But there's people that drove down from Canada. Yeah. Crazy. To come to come to her concert, they wanted to see her. Yeah. You know, and and so that is a cool thing too. That yeah. not only is it for the Sock Valley, it's right. bringing people from outside, absolutely, into our area. Absolutely, you know that give them some, you know, some opportunity to swing by some of our great restaurants we have here, yeah. or do a little bit of shopping if they come in early on the day. Yeah. And so that type of stuff, it just it all helps create um, a, a, a growing excitement. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. So yeah, and I think you know. We're always open. We're always looking for suggestions of who you'd like to see. So shoot us. I mean, shoot me an email. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, say, hey, Aaron, we'd really like to see, you know, <laughs> Lauren Daigle or something. But yeah. I, and I'll send you back. Hope you have a checkbook. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but no, I'm kidding. Um, hey, shoot, shoot for the moon. Why not? <laughs> you know, you get. You What's the worst to? answer you get? You know? <laughs> right. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing your story with us, Aaron. Absolutely, Drew. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it. And until next time on the Sock Valley Spotlight, I'm your host, Drew Williams, and let's keep finding the beauty of this place that we call home. Home.